On today's show, we've got several strategies that could help you reduce your taxes in retirement. That and more just ahead. It's Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Fort. Welcome into Retire Fit Radio. Your host is Nathan Fort, founder and president of Vital Retirement Planners. They have a wonderful resource website. Check out retireaustin.com. 17 plus years experience in the business, helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement. And Nathan is a fiduciary advisor, retirement income certified professional, and a chartered advisor for senior living. And the office in Austin super busy. They do up to 70 seminars each year, and seminars are about education. And that's what you want, folks, when it comes to your retirement. You want as much information as you can, and then you want to formulate that plan, and you want to head off into uh, your golden years. Well, we're going to give you an opportunity to get on the counter with Nathan Fort. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. And you can either get the ball rolling or get that second opinion. Maybe you need a pivot. So to help reduce your tax burden, we're going to start here. This is once you retire and you free up more money for expenses and fun. We all want to have fun in retirement. And, and you got to give income some planning. So let's talk about it. Here are four ways to adjust your income and get a better grip on, yes, your tax bill. So Nathan, connect taxation with outflow as well as income. And what what really matters to all of us is the dollars we have to spend at the end of the day. And if you're giving too much away to the government, well, that, that means you've got less to enjoy yourself with your family. It means you're going to have to withdraw more from your retirement accounts because uh, you've got uh, you, you've got a guest over for dinner. Right. You've got a, a really uh, big eating guest, the IRS, who wants a big piece of whatever it is that you're uh, carving out for yourself, whether that's IRA distributions, your social security income, your pensions, whatever you've got going on, that's uh, it, taxed, the IRS is going to try to get a big, big chunk of it. So uh, you have to include in your retirement planning strategy, your income strategy, uh, this, this concept of reducing your taxes on your cash flow. Uh, the number one fear of retirees is running out of money, and that is a cash flow fear. So if you can minimize your taxes on your withdrawals, on your income, then that means you're going to put a whole lot less stress on your portfolio because you're having to withdraw less to meet your needs. Because again, you're not sharing with a guest at the table who's going to want a, a, a nice uh, helping. So here's one thing to, to think about. The way you're taxed, is going to change a little bit when you retire. Let me give you an example. Uh, while you're working, your earned income, let's assume you have earned income. I know there's some uh, a lot of business owners that listen to this show. Uh, there's investors, uh, passive investors, and, and all those different sources of cash flow can be taxed differently. But let's just talk about earned income. You're working, you're getting a W-2, you get your paycheck. And uh, by the way, this is... Uh, kind of the, the, the worst kind of income because all of it is taxable, of course, after exemptions and whatever deductions you have. Um, now, when you are retired and you begin collecting Social Security, the, the brackets used or the thresholds used to determine how much you pay in taxes on your Social Security benefits are a little different. Um, so, for example, while you're working, getting that W-2, uh, your taxes are really going to be based on your AGI, the adjusted gross income. But as far as your Social Security goes, they're going to use what they call provisional income to determine certain thresholds. 
that'll uh, basically tell them how much of your social security benefit is taxable. Now, here's what's interesting. Did you know there was a period of time, actually a long period of time, when social security benefits were not taxable Mm. for decades and decades uh, into the 80s. Social Security was not taxable. And then they said, you know what? Uh, I think it was, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, I think 1983, they said, we've got to start taxing Social Security benefits. Uh, But we're only going to tax as much as half of Social Security benefits. And then uh, I think it was uh, 1993 rolled around. They said, you know what? We're going to start taxing up to 85%. Uh, But now we're going to have these brackets because some people are going to get their Social Security tax-free. Some people are going to pay taxes on half of their Social Security benefits. Some are going to pay taxes on 85% of their benefits, uh, 85% of their benefits. Now, uh, and you ask, well, which bracket am I in? Well, it's determined by your provisional income. So all these sources of taxable income that you're experiencing in retirement are going to determine how taxable your social security benefits are. So you've got to be having this conversation. I will tell you this, if you are not having a conversation with your advisor about this topic and reducing taxes on your income in retirement, uh, I would venture to guess you're probably not working with a fiduciary investment advisor, an independent fiduciary investment advisor who specialized in retirement planning. That would be my guess. Uh, And if you don't have a plan that outlines your strategy for making sure your income lasts and it's as tax efficient as possible, and you're taking advantage of all the opportunities and you're at least aware of the opportunities you have in front of you to reduce your taxes, then you, you may need to, not may, you need to pick up your phone at some point, we're going to open up the uh, the lines here in a few in a few minutes, and make your appointment to come visit with me and my team and get a real financial plan put together. It's your opportunity uh, to get on the calendar with Nathan Fort uh, coming up, and we'll open them up. And once we do open them. Uh, They're going to remain open through the end of the show. Uh, We start with 10 positions, 10 calendar spots for next week, and they do fill up fast, uh, but we'll open those up here in just a little bit. And it's no cost, no obligation, and simply no pressure. Right now, just talking about how you're reducing your tax burden once you retire, things that you can do, ways to adjust your income and get a better grip on your tax bill. So, uh, Nathan, nice job with uh, connecting taxation with outflow as well as income. And what about, and again, everybody's situation is going to be unique to them, but somebody might be in a position where maybe you should spin down your traditional IRAs and delay Social Security. Yeah, and this is a very popular question I get. Should I delay my Social Security income or should I delay withdrawals from my retirement accounts? Uh, And really, the best way to answer that question for you is to do it within the context of a comprehensive financial plan that covers all of the bases. We call them the vitals. This plan should cover your, your income strategy your investment strategy, your tax strategy, your insurance strategy, and your legacy or estate strategy. Because um, those, uh, what you do and, and the resources you have in all the other areas may influence the decision you make about uh, uh, your approach to this question, delaying Social Security or uh, delaying your withdrawals from your retirement accounts. Now, uh, there are a lot of people in the camp of, well, I want to get whatever I can from Social Security because they're upside down and I don't trust that they're going to be around. 
So I'm, I'm going to collect early and uh, forget this whole delayed retirement credit thing. I'm not going to delay Social Security benefits. I, 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 there's this risk of waiting and then I don't get what I waited for. Right? There's people in that camp. Uh, there, are the, there are others who are looking at this whole uh, delayed retirement credit step up in Social Security benefits as kind of a guaranteed increase in future income. And they have uh, a lot of confidence in Social Security. So uh, whatever camp you're in, and you may be in, somewhere in the middle, um, that may also come into play in, in determining the right, the right approach for you because you've got to feel good about what you're doing. This is not all about the economics. It'd be much easier, of course, if it was all just about the numbers, because then you just do some calculating and take your pick, right? But uh, it's it's emotional as well. And really, uh, it does, it is going to be determined by your asset allocation and how are, how are you investing your IRAs? Uh, what kind of financial strategies are you using inside of your portfolio? That may determine that, uh, hey, it's better to delay your investments than it is to delay social security. So maybe we draw from social security first and delay the IRAs. Now I, I think of it this way. If you have to take income now to support yourself, because maybe you've retired uh, this year or last year and your portfolio has gotten hammered and it's a, a fraction of what it was a year ago, a year and a half, two years ago, uh, you may not want to withdraw from your retirement accounts. You may not want to sell some of those investments. You might want to give that money time, give that portfolio time to recover and cool off and, and earn, or, you know, get back to where you were. So in that case, it might be smarter for you to take your social security sooner and buy time to let your portfolio recover. So you can see how there are great arguments on both ends, both sides of this. Um, and it really, the difference for you, that's going to make it more clear to you, which, which approach you should take is going to be to look at the entire picture for you. Look at the context of your entire financial plan. Retire Fit Radio, Nathan Fort, our host, again, fiduciary advisor. And each and every week, we talk retirement here in Austin. You can find Nathan and his staff at Vital Retirement Planners. Great website, retireaustin.com. We've got time for one more. We're talking about reducing your tax burden once you retire, things that you can do, adjust your income, and, and get a better grip on your tax bill. And that's conversions, Nathan. You know, convert that yeah. traditional IRA into a Roth. Especially if you're if you believe tax rates are going to be higher in the future, and I think uh, the writings on the wall, uh, all the experts in this area uh, agree, there is a consensus. You need to be uh, very interested in taking taxes off the table in the future, and you can do that by converting your your pre-tax taxable traditional IRAs to Roth IRAs. You could do conversions. Now there are some nuances uh, that you need to be aware of in in including this in your plan. Uh, you can also make brand new contributions to a Roth account uh, through a Roth IRA or through a Roth contributions in your 401k. You've got to build up a tax-free portion of your retirement portfolio. This is going to give you incredible opportunities later to have a whole lot more control over your tax situation. At the end of the day, you got to have a plan. And, and I mentioned earlier, we're going to open up the phones. We're going to do that now. We've got 10 spots. This is your opportunity to have a complimentary visit with me and my team. We're going to help you get clarity about your situation. We're going to show you ways you can take control of the things that you can control 
and implement uh, these strategies into your financial plan so that you can have that third C, which is confidence. But you've got to have a plan. Call now. Those 10 spots are going to go fast. All right, here we go. 10 positions. Here's the phone number, 800-890-5008. Again, the 10 are open. They will remain open until they are filled uh, as we move through the program. 800-890-5008. Or you can text the word retire to that same number, 800-890-5008. Coming up on the program, well, we want to keep you on track for retirement. And when we come back, we're going to outline some ways that baby boomers are wasting money in retirement. We're going to also offer up options to help keep uh, those coffers full as you are in retirement. That's all coming up next on Retire Fit Radio. Retire Fit Radio. Your host, Nathan Fort. He is founder and president, Vital Retirement Planners, right here in Austin. Wonderful website, retireaustin.com. Nathan's got 17 plus years experience helping hundreds of his clients get ready for retirement. He's a fiduciary advisor, retirement income certified professional, chartered advisor for senior living, and the office is very busy, set to 70 seminars each year. And seminars are all about education. You'll hear it on this program quite a bit. We talk about the three C's, clarity, control, and confidence. You can get a retire fit review. Uh, again, we have 10 positions on the calendar with Nathan Fort. They are open now and you can book at any time. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. 800-890-5008 or text retire to that same number, 800-890-5008 and claim your calendar spot. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. No one can tell you how to spend your hard-earned money in retirement, right? But, and it's a big one, it's a big but, some of that money and some of those money decisions you make could make a huge difference. Some good, yeah, and some not so good. Here are some ideas to help you stretch your budget, okay? The first one, this is a tough one, Nathan, and I know clients do this all the time. They're buying way too much for their grandkids. Well, and, uh, you know, we want to be generous. Uh, we, we love them so much. We want to spoil the heck out of them because, uh, the, you know, the, the, the benefit to being a grandparent. Now, I'm not a grandparent, but this is what I'm looking forward to is that you can uh, fill them with sugar, shake them up, spoil them, and then you don't send have to home. deal with the aftermath. <laughs> send them home. Uh, so that's the fun of it, though. But it, there can be some financial concerns to not having uh, some kind of discipline or infrastructure or, or plan in place. Uh, so you've got to be careful about this. And it's not just gifts for grandkids. It, it could be, um, you know, loans that have really no recourse or horrible terms. Uh, maybe I have clients that are lending money to kids or, or buying homes for kids, hoping they'll make their mortgage payments uh, uh, to them. Uh, people are being a little, a little too generous in my opinion with, uh, uh, their family. And, you know, what I think of is the brilliant, uh, recommendation you're given when you sit down in an airplane before it takes off Yes, and they say, Hey, if the cabin pressure changes and these masks fall from the ceiling, uh, put yours on first before you help anybody else out. Right. And, and that seems logical because, uh, if you, or focus on helping everybody else out. Well, you're going to run out of air pretty soon and you're not going to be very helpful. And in, in this scenario, you know, financially speaking, it's not running out of air. It's running out of money. And I will tell you, your, your kids 
are going to prefer that you're financially independent than uh, than they would, you know, getting some kind of a inheritance from you. They'd rather mom and dad just not need them financially. So you've got to guard your income. You've got to guard your nest egg. And it's going to be a little bit more difficult for you to do that if you don't have a plan spelled out and uh, you don't understand exactly how important your IRAs are, your 401ks and your investments to uh, your financial salvation. So you've got you've got to be serious about this. Tell you folks, I mean, that's a great analogy, great picture that you painted for us about the airplane, because it's so true because you sit on that airplane and they're going through the safety uh, instructions. And I know most people are like busy doing other things, but you should really pay attention, especially to the part where they say, if the air masks drop out of the ceiling, you need to make sure that yours is secured first. And then you turn, if you're traveling with small children, your children, uh, then you make sure they're okay. But you've got to be okay first. Same thing goes, as, as Nathan mentioned, uh, for your planning and your retirement. You need to make sure that you are secure first. So we've been talking about ways, uh, ideas for you to kind of stretch your budget. And you, you're going to have to be, maybe it's a little tough love here. You know, you, you don't buy as many gifts for the grandkids. You want to spoil them, but maybe you don't spoil them too much. And as you mentioned, you know, if you have adult children and you're still supporting them, uh, that's going to eat away at any retirement uh, that you have. So make sure you're aware of it. Make sure you plan for it. And uh, next one up, blindly paying for life insurance, Nathan. I know that we really need to sit down and read the small print here. Yeah. And there are a lot of different purposes and uses for life insurance. So I think it's important to just understand a little bit about that before we dive in here. So the two general reasons for life insurance is one, uh, to, to provide some sort of tax-free death benefit to uh, cover the uh, liabilities that you're leaving behind. Maybe there are debts, uh, maybe there's income that needs to be replaced. Uh, you're your highest need for this is going to, is really going to be during your earlier years, maybe when you've got kids in the house, uh, you've got a mortgage and other debts, and it's just uh, there's a big financial risk to you uh, leaving and uh, and your income disappearing. So there's that death benefit feature. Now the other side, the other purpose in use for life insurance is uh, more of a cash value use. And this is uh, really if you're looking at life insurance as more of an investment and there are ways you can overfund life insurance policies to accumulate a cash value. And there's a number of different ways you can accumulate and you can uh, get money into that policy. And there are a number of different ways those uh, funds in the cash value can be deployed into investments. So uh, one side of the life insurance thing is that the death benefit, the other is to view it more as an investment and also a source for tax-free income. So if you're looking at life insurance uh, as a death benefit, you're just, you're just buying death benefit coverage, your need for that kind of life insurance is going to diminish over time. And when you get into retirement, you've got your house paid off, the debts are paid off, kids are out of the house, and uh, you're... Only cash flow needs are really just yours and spouse or significant other. Then uh, there's really not a whole lot of need for life insurance. I know I, I talk to a lot of people on a monthly basis who have a whole lot. They have way too much 
insurance. They're paying way too many premiums and uh, we've just got to scale those back. Again, it's going to come down to your overall insurance plan as to whether you uh, terminate a policy uh, or keep it. So you don't want to run out there and you know, cancel all of your life insurance policies because you're getting ready to retire. Uh, instead, you need to view your life insurance needs and your life insurance strategy within the context of your overall retirement plan. And I'll give you a little hint. If you don't have a retirement plan, that part's going to be really hard for you. So so you're going to have a real hard time uh, deciding whether you need to keep or drop these life insurance policies if you don't if you don't have that financial plan in place. You're locked into Retire Fit Radio. Your host is Nathan Fort, founder and president of Vital Retirement Planners right here in Austin. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. We get into the topics each and every week, and it's always about retirement. You're going to have questions about your own situation. Uh, I've got a way that you can get answers. There are 10 positions on the calendar with Nathan Fort and his team at Vital Retirement Planners. They are open now for the upcoming week, and there are no cost, no obligation, no pressure. You can call or text and grab one of the spots now, 800-890-5008, or text RETIRE to that same number, 800-890-5008. Continuing the discussion, again, talking about baby boomers and the wasting of money uh, in retirement, some options to kind of keep the savings with you, things you're going to have to do. And some of these decisions are going to be hard because you've probably gotten into routines and habits and it's your family. We're talking about, you know, buying too many gifts for the grandkids or supporting adult children at this point, as you are in retirement or getting close to retirement, it can be costly uh, to your golden years. And then blindly paying for life insurance. We just talked about that. And what about this one, Nathan? And a lot of people do this. I mean, they they have the nice large home. They've got the family at home. And then slowly but surely, the family moves out. And here's this couple sitting in a big old house. What about downsizing? Yeah, a lot of people are very interested in downsizing, and I think they should, you know, for economic reasons, for, uh, you know, just the, the sweat equity that you're going to continue to have to put into that house to maintain it, to keep it clean. It's just a headache for most people. And, you know, I think I think the trends have changed a little bit. I think back in the day, uh, getting the big, the biggest house, the big, beautiful house was a, on everybody's mind, and it was a, almost a little bit of a competition, uh, maybe, maybe it was a symbol that you've made it. It was a sign of your success. And uh, but I, I feel like it's changed a little bit. I think smaller and more manageable and efficient. And uh, uh, I mean, that's just become even more trendy these days. And uh, and, you know, one thing really encouraging people in that direction, too, is the dang property taxes here in the Austin area. Uh, man, uh, especially the last uh, couple of years, if you've noticed your tax bill, you've probably got a lot of reasons, a lot of economic reasons to downsize or maybe relocate. Uh, maybe you're in a, an area where you're paying a whole lot more than you want to, and uh, it, it might make a whole lot of sense to relocate uh, where a lot of people want to be around their grandkids as well. So that could be a reason to sell the house. And there could be great opportunities to reposition some assets. Uh, again, in the Austin area, we've seen real estate uh, experience some real attractive growth. And so there's going to be some capital gains. And there are some real nice tax rules that are going to let you take a lot of those gains off the table without paying capital gains taxes. Uh, so it, it, this needs to be car, part of the conversation uh, because partly, remember, cash flow is the name of the game in retirement. And 
if you've paid off your house, you you still have, especially if it's a, a decent sized house, uh, you still have expenses that are going to be a liability you're going to carry with you into retirement. And you've still got those tax bills and utilities. And uh, at the end of the day, it, a penny saved is just as good as a penny earned. And so if we can save some money, then you, you can relieve a lot of stress in your portfolio that way. So anyway, you've got to have a plan and we've got a whole lot more we could get to and talk about in this segment, but we've got to, we've got to go to a break. We're going to open up our phones again. We've got seven more spots. So we started the show with 10 spots. This is your opportunity to visit with me and my team in my office to help you get clarity, control, and confidence about your retirement. We've got seven more spots. Call quickly so you can get one of those. All right, here's the number, 800-890-5008, or you can text RETIRE to that same number, 800-890-5008. Again, Retire Fit Review available for you, and you can find out more about clarity, control, and confidence, the three Cs. It's all about your retirement, folks. It's no cost, no obligation, simply no pressure. 800-890-5008, or text RETIRE to that same number, 800 890 When we come back, we're all familiar with the term fake news or misleading stories that are out there. And they're all well-meaning people that are telling you these stories and giving you these answers. But folks, you need to be asking a lot of questions. The problem is much of the advice that we're getting is just plain wrong and should be ignored. Details when we come back. Retire Fit Radio, your host is Nathan Fort, founder and president of Vital Retirement Planners right here in Austin. 17 plus years of experience helping hundreds of his clients get ready for their retirement. He is a fiduciary advisor, retirement income certified professional, a chartered advisor for senior living. And folks, this office, super busy. They do up to 70 seminars each year, and it's always about retirement. You can check out retireaustin.com. It's a great resource website for you, and you can get in touch with vital retirement planners if you have any questions. Again, that's retireaustin.com. I'm Morgan Patrick consumer advocate. We hit the topics each and every week here on the show, but we also give you an opportunity to get on the calendar with Nathan Ford and his team. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. The number to call, and again, there are only 10 positions when we start the show, and they go very quickly, but you can grab one right now, 800-890-5008, or text RETIRE to that same number, 800-890-5008. In the course of your retirement planning, you may come across advice from well-meaning individuals hoping to lead you down the right path, but some of the advice that you're going to hear, not only out of touch with reality, but it could also be kind of dangerous to your retirement. So we wanted to go over a few things, and these are things that are out there, right? And not necessarily true. The first one, Social Security's dying, Nathan, so you might as well claim benefits as soon as you can. Hurry up. Claim your benefits and get your money before it before the doors close. Now, yeah, and here's why people are uh, thinking this way. Uh, the trend has been for decades, uh, whenever there is a legislative change that takes place with Social Security, it's it's usually in the direction of constricting benefits. And, uh, and, you know, I believe this trend will likely continue. I think we're going to see more of this. And there's a number of different ways 
social social security can reduce benefits and that could be by uh, removing claiming strategies from the menu they did this in 2015 there were uh, you know five you remember the file and suspend or the claim and suspend strategy very very popular there were lump sum potential lump sum benefits and uh, that's one way they can do it is just uh, limiting the way that you can file for benefits uh, the other is by increasing retirement age. We've seen that happen in the past. We're very likely to see it happen again. So I believe Social Security will always be around. And the experts believe the same thing. It's just likely to look different. And I think that's more of a realistic approach moving forward is uh, this potential reduction in benefits or maybe the cost of living adjustments may not equal the true inflation, the true impact of inflation that your household is experiencing. Um, and this year is a perfect example. I think we did a show on this uh, a little while back uh, about how we got a 8.7 percent yep. cost of living adjustment, which we want to, you know, run out in the streets and celebrate about. But uh, you got to remember the rate of inflation. Uh, you know, this is after after a little bit of cooking is, is done with the rate of 8.2%. So did you really see an increase in uh, your spending power? Uh, I would say no. You saw an increase in the dollars maybe coming from your Social Security benefit. Uh, and we're also seeing increases in uh, Medicare Part B premiums, which is going to be reduced from your Social Security. So here's, here's the takeaway. And I promise my intent is not to depress anybody who's listening today. Um, but the, the takeaway should be that you've got to take responsibility for your retirement income. You, you just got to be careful to not rely too much on, on Social Security or, or uh, maybe there's even a, a pension out there uh, because most pensions are not going to give you cost of living adjustments anyway. So that's that's a risk. You've got to take control. So you've got this. Now, this is going to influence how you allocate your your retirement resources, your IRAs and your 401ks income. Your cash flow needs to be the number one priority before you move to any other objective with your investments. Tell you, folks, we hear a lot of information out there and some of it is misinformation. You need to be informed need to be educated uh, when it comes uh, to decisions you're going to make in retirement. We're talking about a lot of the things that are out there that people are hearing, uh, and you can't take it as fact. You need to do your research. But Social Security is not dying. It is a political volleyball. It will be bouncing around for many, 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 many years. Uh, it may change in some aspect, but it is going to be there in, in, in some part. But we've said this on the show before, Nathan. You really need to be aware that Social Security is not your end-all, be all for retirement. It can be a part of it. Uh, but the days uh, are long gone that Social Security is your only source of income in retirement. So it's going to be there. It's just got to be. And, you, and you, you've got to have a plan yeah. for uh, you have to, you have to have an income plan in place that you can stress test. And you could say, well, if uh, inflation, if the rate of inflation were X for my entire retirement and the, the rate of my cost of living adjustments are why, you know, how well am I going to do? Uh, or if Medicare Part B premiums increase by X, you know, how, how well am I going to do? 
how bad can things get without breaking my retirement income plan? If you don't have a plan that you can play with and you can stress test, I really don't think you can ever get to a point to where you're truly confident and at least as confident as, as you really deserve to be in retirement. You're, you're going to be doing a lot of guesswork and a lot of shooting from the hip. And we just don't do that with really important stuff. Retire Fit Radio, you're locked in, and we have positions on the calendar with Nathan Fort. They do go very quickly. Uh, it is all about your retirement. You can grab one of those calendar appointments at Vital Retirement Planners at any time during the show by calling 800 890 5008 or text RETIRE to that very same number, 800 890 5008. Find out more about the three C's clarity, control, and confidence. Get that Retire Fit review put together for you. See where you are in your retirement planning process. We're talking about a lot of the uh, the fake stuff that's out there, the misleading stories. Just be aware uh, that you need to start asking questions, need to be aware of these. So Social Security is not dying. Uh, you know, don't need to take it as soon as possible, but you do need to have it as part of your plan. This next one, and we hear this a lot, Nathan, boy, you're safe to withdraw 4% of your savings every year. Absolutely positively, right? Yeah. Right. I, I'm still waiting for the answer. Uh, now, this is this is an interesting concept because, uh, again, almost everybody is going to have what we call an income gap. So that's the difference between what you're getting paid from Social Security and pensions with your needed income. So let's say, for example, that you need you need ten thousand dollars a month to live your life the way you live your life, right? After taxes. So that means uh, $10,000 a month is going to fund your house expenses, your living expenses, your fuel, food, travel, gifts, wh whatever it is. And again, this number really is different for uh, everybody. And this is one of the great things about my perspective is I get to visit with hundreds of households every year. I'm meeting with your friends and your neighbors, and I'm learning more about their financial situation than you know, right? They're not going to share this stuff with you. Uh, they, they, but they come in my office, and I get to see uh, their Social Security benefits. Uh, I see their 401ks, their IRAs, their performance, their, their income needs, their outflow needs, all this. Now, if you need $10,000 a month, and Social Security is providing say $5,000 a month, then there's a $5,000 per month income gap. Now, your number one priority as far as how you allocate your investments and what you do with your retirement accounts and all that, your number one priority should be to close that income gap. Generate $5,000 a month from, from your resources, whatever those resources are, Generate that $5,000 a month after taxes. That's your number one priority. Now, what a lot of uh, what I call general practitioner advisors. So these are the financial advisors out there uh, who are not uh, really trained in a particular area, don't have experience in any particular niche areas. They're a general practitioner. They're basically a lot of them product salespeople. Uh, and one way to know is if they start talking about products before you do any planning, bingo, there you go. Uh, now, what they will say is, hey, we'll just throw all your investments in this uh, quote unquote diversified basket of mutual funds 
and we'll just withdraw 4% per year. Done. That's all the income planning you need to do. Uh, and if we had a whole lot more time in this segment, I, I could walk you through a number of reasons why this is a giant mistake. And uh, you're really never going to get the level of confidence in spending your money in retirement using this strategy. And, and really, uh, at, at the end of the day, it's kind of a cop out um, that that allows them to help you feel like you're getting some kind of a withdrawal or income strategy without really putting the work in and requiring uh, the level of expertise you really need to, to dial this in. If you don't have a plan, a strategy that you can look at, that you can review with your spouse, your partner, with your family, uh, that you can adjust every, uh, every time, uh, you know, every review you have, whether that's, you know, biannually or annually, if you don't have something to look at that, that explains your strategy for your retirement income needs and how you're going to generate the income you need from your resources. Uh, you've got to call and set up your appointment with me and my team and get to the bottom of this. Now there are opportunities that are in front of you now that may not always be there where we are with interest rates, uh, the markets, uh, your timeline, all that is coming together. You've got to take advantage of this opportunity. Don't let it pass you up. Call now. Folks, there's no cost, no obligation to get a better handle on your retirement situation. All you need to do is call this number, 800-890-5008, and secure your appointment. That's 800-890-5008. It is all about your retirement. If you haven't started planning, this is a great opportunity. Or if you're in the middle of something and you just have questions, you're not getting the feedback, it's time for a second opinion. Call this number, 800-890-5008, or you can text RETIRE to that same number, 800-890-5008. Coming up on Retire Fit Radio, it's time for question and answer, and we'll hear from Austin, Lakeway, and Cedar Park. That's coming up next. Retire Fit Radio, your host, Nathan Fort, founder and president, Vital Retirement Planners right here in Austin. They have a wonderful, I mean wonderful resource website for you. Check out retireaustin.com. That's retireaustin.com. Ton of information on retirement, all of our shows and podcast form available for you there. Nathan is putting his 17 plus years experience to work for you on this radio show and also helping hundreds of his clients get ready for their retirement. He's a fiduciary advisor, retirement income certified professional, a chartered advisor for senior living. And that office, talk about it all the time, man. It's like a sugar hill and they're ants on him and they're busy they do up to 70 seminars a year and that's all about education and you can find out more about the three c's clarity control and confidence and as always we give you an opportunity to get in that office and talk about your retirement no cost no obligation and no pressure we have a certain number of appointments each week they do fill up fast but you can call and book at any time 800-890-5008 or text retire to that same number 800-890-5008 so it's time for question and answer and we're going to start right here in Austin. Ralph is here. Here's the question. Are there any other benefits to contributing to a traditional IRA besides deductions? I don't qualify for deductions and would like to make a well-informed decision here. I plan to retire at 67, and that would be in two years. 
Well, Ralph probably doesn't qualify for deductions because his income exceeds a certain level. So, uh, which is, you know, of course, a good problem, good first world problem. But the the question is a, a common one. Is there still a reason to contribute to the IRA? Now, do you still get the tax deferred benefits in the traditional IRA? So let's say you don't get the deduction, uh, put the money in, you paid taxes on that money, but that money is now going to grow tax deferred, which basically means you get to experience the growth on money that you would have otherwise had to pay taxes on. So you're getting to earn money on the government's money, quote unquote, uh, inside of that IRA. Um, but now the withdrawals can be tricky and you've just got to anticipate some of the nuances where, uh, that you're going to face when you start taking money out of the account because you've got basis in that IRA that you're going to have to track, make sure somebody's tracking it for you. So that when you take withdrawals, you know how much you're going to owe in taxes. Um, now, you don't want to mingle your uh, your non-deductions, uh, your non-deduction IRA with your other IRAs, uh, because that's going to create a tax nightmare for you later on. Uh, now, I will say this. Uh, we talk a lot about the benefit of Roth accounts and other strategies you can use to create tax-free income later on. Uh, I think there is a there's some great wisdom, and and really it's a, it's a very intelligent strategy I think to have access to both tax-deferred treatment and tax-free treatment. And the reason I say this is because we just don't know exactly where your effective tax tax rates are going to be in the future. If your effective tax rate is higher than it is today, then you're really going to want to have that Roth money, that tax-free money. Uh, if for whatever reason it is lower, then uh, then that's where the tax deferral is going to be uh, to your benefit. So because we don't know with 100% certainty where your effective tax, tax rates are going to be, it's nice to have both types of buckets to draw from. So if you've got nothing but pre-tax money, meaning you've got your 401k, you've got some traditional IRAs, uh, and you don't have a tax-free portion of your portfolio, this is something you really need to consider and you need to see the potential benefits to you for making some of those shifts now from pre-tax to tax-free. Some of that would uh, it would require conversions. There are other strategies you can use, but you've got to have your tax thinking cap on when you're looking at your retirement and you're projecting ahead. This is part of our planning process. This is one of the vitals we cover when we meet with folks and we create a financial plan in retirement. So Ralph, I'd strongly recommend you give a call uh, to our office and uh, call that number we just, uh, that Morgan's going to give you in just a second. And make sure you make an appointment with us to go over all of your vitals. And we'll put together a plan that you're going to feel really good about. All right. Jot this number down. Here it is. 800-890-5008. Or you can text retire to that same number. Grab a spot. 800-890-5008. Next question up. We'll go to Lakeway. Laurel is there. Here it is. I'm 57 with 285000 in a brokerage account. And about the same amount in my 401k, I'm currently maxing out the amount that I can put in my employer's retirement plan. However, uh, with the current, you know, 
the market situation continue to go down, I'm wondering if I should keep more in cash. I understand that with the market down, I'm essentially buying shares on sale. But if the price continues to fall, I won't have that long to recoup the losses due to my age. Your thoughts? Well, Laurel, you're 57. Uh, if, if I'm guessing that your retirement age is full retirement age with Social Security, which would be 67, you've got 10 years. Um, I would not, if it were me, I would not move a whole bunch of money into cash. Um, I think you've got time and we don't want to miss out on the really good days in the market. Um, now, that doesn't mean you, you, you shouldn't be really interested and even careful about your asset allocation. So there are ways that you may be able to reallocate your account to put you in a position to where your downward exposure is a little less and your upside potential could be a whole lot more. There are again, I don't I can't. I don't, I don't know anything about your investment options, so I can't tell you that, but for sure, but that's something I would look into. Are you positioned the way, are you invested the way that you would want to be in a rebound? Um, now, here's something I read in that I thought was really interesting about just staying with the market. Now, staying with the market doesn't mean you don't make changes to your allocations. I want to make that clear because sometimes it does make a whole lot of sense to change your allocations, but you still want to be in the game, right? That's like the, the football coach just changing the strategy, uh, but not just getting off the field altogether. You want to stay in the game, but make some changes to your strategy. So let me give you this uh, statistic. I thought this was really interesting. If you look at the performance of the market from 1930 to today, if you had missed the best 10 days of each decade, right? So think back 1930 all the way to today. So in each decade, if you missed out on the 10 best days of the decade, not the 10 best years, but the 10 best days of the decade, your overall return would be about 28%. If you stuck with it and, and you did not miss out on those 10 best days of each decade, your overall return would be over 17,000%. It's, it's amazing to me the power of just a few days in each decade uh, in, in, in really improving the longevity of your portfolio. So you want to be careful to not be too emotional about this. Now, I will tell you, the people I talk to who are the most emotional about their investments are people who don't have a well-spelled-out retirement plan. They don't know how much risk they can afford to take. They don't know how much risk they're taking. So, so how can you really feel confident about how you're invested, how you're positioned? I'll tell you, you're not going to be. And what you're going to be instead, if you're not confident, then you're going to be scared. And who wants to, have, who wants to be fearful through all this? And that's why a lot of people just run to cash because, well, if I don't know what I'm going to what I'm doing, I'd rather just see nothing happen. <laughs> right. So let's just throw it in cash. And then what happens? Then you miss out on the 10 best days. So uh, you've got to have a financial plan that includes your strategy for your income, how you're going to meet your cash flow needs, uh, short term and long term, keep it up with inflation rising tax rates, all that. And you've got to have a plan for how you're going to allocate your investments. And you need to understand how much risk you can take and where your limits are and don't exceed those limits. This is really the only way you're going to feel good 
financially, and you're not going to freak out during times like this. We have time for one more question. I want to go uh, back to this Austin question from Sylvia, Nathan, and here it is. I'm 53. I'm concerned I'm not diversified enough. I have both international and domestic stocks, but at the moment, that's it. Should I look into real estate investments or precious metals? Thanks. I appreciate the tips each week. Great. Sylvia, uh, when it comes to diversification, there's really a, a number of ways to diversify and really at, at the core of diversification, this principle of diversification is diversifying your risk, right? If you think of a, a, a frozen pond and pretend uh, you and me and, and Morgan, we got the great idea to get out in the center of this frozen pond. And uh, I hope it's if we dead a winner. I hope it's dead a winner because I can, <laughs> yeah. if I hear ice cracking, I'm in trouble. <laughs> yeah, we want to be in Canada or something in the dead of winter. <laughs> Uh, but, but uh, you know, if we want to reduce the risk of falling through the ice, we, we spread out, right? We want to make sure we're not all standing in the same spot. We might, might even want to lay down. Good point. Uh, if, if you don't want to take any risk, then get off the ice, right? So, uh, so diversification is really a principle we implement to manage your risk. Now, there's a number of ways of doing this. One way is to make sure you own different things, right? So you're invested in different holdings, different funds, different stocks. Um, if it's real estate, you might want to hold different kinds of real estate and different demographics, right? Those are ways you can kind of spread out on the ice. Now, here's a big problem I see. People have what they think is a diversified uh, portfolio. But when we run our reports, we find that the different holdings they have that they're invested in are actually very highly correlated, meaning that they're going to respond the same way to market changes. So we didn't really do anything to manage our risk. Uh, it's just as good of, as if you were invested in that one thing twice, two different times. And sometimes that, that is the case. A lot of mutual funds, there's overlap, there's redundancy. You're invested in the same thing multiple times. So uh, you've got to get to the bottom of that. And we run an investment report that will, that will expose these types of problems. We are down to our last two spots. Uh, we started the show with 10 spots. We've got two left. You've got to call now. This is your complimentary opportunity to visit with me and my team. We're going to help you get clarity, control, and confidence. Call now. All right. We have, again, just two remaining spots, 800-890-5008 or text retire to that same number, 800-890-5008. Again, no cost, no obligation, no pressure. Find out more about the three C's, clarity, control, and confidence. 800-890-5008 or text retire to that same number. And here it is, 800-890-5008. Another edition of Retire Fit Radio in the books. We'll see you on the radio next week. Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Nathan Fort and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company.